This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. I'm your host, Dan, and today's game will be pitting the Benchwarmer team of Marcus and David versus Benchwarmer Eric Eid and newcomer Vinny Iyer, one of our assistant coaches for our Patreon team. Um, welcome to the bench, Vinny. Why don't you take a minute to uh, let us know where you're from, what uh, teams you root for, and anything else you'd like to share. Yeah, because there weren't enough people from North Carolina on this podcast, uh, I'm from Charlotte. And if just in case there were enough, uh, not enough guys that uh, are brown and have not enough hair, I figured guys needed to expand that as well. So <laughs> I'm trying to help out on both cases. I don't think you had enough representation in those areas so i'm trying to help out um, to diversify this podcast a little bit at least better I'm than old. minnesota it's a, it's have, a... that's right yeah i've been to minnesota but i have not <laughs> i uh once uh twisted my ankle uh, walking out of a northwestern minnesota game in the metrodome so that's one of my memories from minnesota so i'm sorry um, that you had to go to a yeah, football game at the Metrodome. Sorry. About yeah, that. and sadly, um, I'm a Northwestern fan in football and basketball, all things. Um, so it's been a lot of pain since 1995 when we went to the Rose Bowl, up and down. We didn't uh, win many games this year, but that's uh, my favorite college team. My favorite pro team is the St. Louis Cardinals. I'm from St. Louis originally, so. Otherwise, I cover the NFL for Sporting News, so I think I should know some things about it. Sometimes I've been told, but. Yeah, and um, a lot of my sports knowledge runs old school, probably reflecting my age as well. All right, and Eric. Hey, hi. How are you? Uh, I claimed another championship today. So oh, really, yeah. Other than that, I'm good. Just watching basketball. So besides for, being a yeah. um, Stanley Cup champion, what else are you? Uh, well, it's our team name today. So. Uh, I was told Vinny has appeared on a uh, trivia game show um, that people might know, and I've decided to to go with my Stanley Cup championship to also claim that. So uh, our team name today is uh, Jeopardy Champions. <laughs> You've got quite the resume being built up, by the way. It's 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 pretty impressive. I'm <laughs> pat myself on the back daily, <laughs> <laughs> and and very loudly too. I might yes, add. yes. My wife hears it all the time. All right, uh, David and Marcus, how are you doing? I guess I better go first since Marcus has our genius team name. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. Doing a lot of recording lately. Feeling good and a little bit nervous about facing Vinny. I'm I'm intimidated. Hi, I'm doing well. Just, uh, you know, as, as Eric stated, you know, sometimes you like to watch games and, and have money on them. So that's the thing that's happening right now. It's been been a little up and down, but, you know, when you... When you hit a couple of weird parlays, maybe wild card weekend, you guess every game right. It's, you know, you can coast off of that for a little while. But uh, as far as our team name goes, I feel very much for um, the Colts and their fan base. And I am actively rooting for them to avoid something. And so David agreed with me and we're going to be Jim or say Saturday night fever. And hopefully he breaks that fever. 
Back okay. to you, Dan. Hey, thank you. Back to me. <laughs> well, since it's back to me, I'm going to kick it back to another me. Um, we're going to kick it over to me for the rules. The game will consist of four quarters of play, each with a different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from their points accumulated to see who are today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true benchwarmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway. Today's first quarter will be Flop, Turn, and River. Flop, Turn, and River. For this quarter, there will be three questions consisting of five clues. The first three clues will be given before the teams decide if they want to check in with their guests. The last two clues will be given one at a time, with teams deciding if they want to check in with their guests after each subsequent clue. If a correct answer is checked in after the first three clues, the team will receive 50 points. After the fourth clue, 30. And after the fifth clue, 20. Question number one in Flop, Turn, and River. This is a Who Am I? I was born in 1984 in St. Paul, Minnesota. I began an interest in my sport at the age of two and quickly took after my father, who was a national junior champion. I am known professionally by my married name, even though I have been divorced since 2013. We will take right. another one. All right, Jim Ursay's Saturday Night Fever is going to take another one. So, champions, how about you? Yeah, I think we need another one. Yeah, if they, I mean, we. I have an idea. Uh, yeah. uh. yeah. All right. It's early. Yeah, we'll take another. Yeah. All right. Just know, Dan, I did not want to. If, yeah. if I was not with, under duress, if I was with another bench, I would have once swung for this and just went for All it. All right. Well, let's I'm, let's see if he would have gotten it. Yeah. Vinny, just so you know, he doesn't like to take more clues. That's sort of a thing. So, <laughs> so. We're right. No, sorry. <laughs> Here comes the turn. <laughs> see? There we go. That's what so we like. Right. Here comes the turn. Okay. I would win three straight World Cup titles in 2008, 2009, and 2010, as well as win my country's first gold medal in one of my events. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Check that in. Yeah, check it in. Jeopardy yeah. champions have checked in. So Jim Ursay's Saturday Night Fever, you can talk it out. So Marcus, I guess the first question is, what sports have World Cup titles every year? Let's talk. Let's start with that. Because I mean, so it can't. I mean, it's obviously not soccer, and it's not one of the major sports. So it's probably an individual sport. Do, do they do skiing? Because I'm, 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 I'm obsessed with winter sports now because it's Minnesota. But maybe that's just a red herring. I mean, it could be. Or were you thinking like Lindsey Vaughn, like somebody like that? Or do we know anything about Lindsey Vaughn's parentage? No, I have no idea. I felt good about track a little bit and then it was like world cup it would be world championships it wouldn't be a world cup Pro probably a woman we decided right i mean given given that was it the way it said married name i don't feel like i have much to latch on to here no i don't have anything other than i mean it's it's an olympic sport right but world first cup titles country's first gold medal in one of my oh in one of my events 
That's interesting. So, right. so, so swimming track, even skiing has multiple events. Right. Um, Lindsay Vaughn sounds interesting to me because what's her name? Uh, Michaela Schifrin just passed her and that was a whole big thing. So this is right. timely. It is the first question of the game. We could absolutely take another clue. I know. All right. We'll take another clue. <laughs> All right. For your eyes only on the river. In 1993, I met my idol, Peekaboo Street, ah, who served sh- as my mentor in my skiing career. Yes, it's Lindsey Vaughn. It's 100% Lindsey Vaughn. I, I didn't remember she was from Minnesota. I remember when she got married. I feel like she got divorced earlier th- than that, but not that I really keep track of Lindsey Vaughn. <laughs> that sounds a little stocky. All right, it's Lindsey Vaughn, though, for sure. David stalking Lindsey Vaughn lately. <laughs> <laughs> We'd like to submit a team name change, stalking Lindsey Vaughn. Jeopardy champions, what did you say? So doing this podcast, I've learned way too many people from Minnesota. Uh, and I don't know, for some reason, we couldn't think of the sport right off the back. We need figure skating. And I sent to Vinny. I'm like, I think Lindsey Vaughn's from Minnesota. He couldn't confirm. So we took one more. And then that second part, everything made sense. We went with Lindsey Vaughn. I just had to make sure it wasn't Lindsey Woods or Lindsey. Oh, geez. He <laughs> just retired. So congratulations. Yeah. yeah. Both teams are getting points on this one. Correct answer is Lindsay Vaughn. Yeah, she was born in um, St. Paul. She grew up on the the slopes of Buck Hill in in um, Burnsville, Minnesota, which is not a mountain at all. It's it's a hill, and but a lot of people have gotten their skiing start there, which is really strange. So that yeah, is uh, yeah, that is that is your answer, Lindsay Vaughn. We're we're trying to to get listeners, Dan, not listing places in Minnesota that nobody's ever heard of. And that was last, your last min- time we that did was that, your we... Minnesota minute. <laughs> last time we did that, we learned about um, water carnivals. Yeah, I thought it was ice carnivals, but yeah, okay. Well, there's ice carnivals too. Oh, it's different. It depends, it depends on the time of year, you know. Great, change it, Vinny. Change the subject quickly. <laughs> yeah, there was a good bar I went to in St. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That was perfect. Yeah, when I interviewed Jeremy Bloom. So ah, wow, wow, there we nice. go. That's that cool. That guy. Yeah. Greek athlete. <laughs> All right. We're moving on to question number two in Flop Turn and River. This time it is What Am I? Question one. I've been contested annually since 1946. Number two, my original venue was named after me, and I resided there until 1993. And number three, I've seen controversy as a losing team once fired their legendary coach after having punched an opposing player when they had sealed the win for their team. If you like it, I I, I don't hate it, and I like to gamble. All right. Well, we didn't gamble the first one, so we'll probably gamble this one. And I trust it. you. I mean, we're both Jeopardy champions. We might as well. <laughs> right. you've, won, um, you've won three games between you, I think. Yeah, at, uh, at least. Okay. I'll go ahead. Uh, Want to go ahead and check in on yeah, we'll check in. All right. Jeopardy champions have checked in. So uh, Jim Ursay's, uh, what are you, your fever dream or something like that? It doesn't matter. Your Saturday night fever. Um, you could talk this one out or you can just go on to another question. Leads me to a bowl game. I just don't remember what bowl game this was in. I knew it was a bowl game. So I'm trying to think of bowl games named after or that have venues like like I said, originally the Rose Bowl, but I don't think that's right. And I said the Cotton Bowl. Can you think of an, any other bowl game that was like that was the name of the stadium as well? Because that's what I, I I honestly think that's it. I just don't know which one it is, especially because at you know over time, 
bowl games change, venues change. There's two cheese it bowls. You know what I mean? Like, you know, cool stuff like that. There's two cheese it bowls. He's not wrong. <laughs> no, I know. It's just I, I don't Jimmy think Kimmel the just cheese it bowl, bowl was played at the cheese it bowl, though. I agree. I wish it was. They All should right. just name a stadium. I'm I'm gonna give you a theory. Okay. I, I'm 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 riffing on what you said about being a bowl game. We originally in the chat we threw out that Woody Hayes might be involved here because he was definitely a legendary coach who famously took out a Clemson player. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that was in a bowl game. So now the question is, so the first question would be what, what stadiums are named like the, the Miami, they used to, there used to be a stadium called the orange bowl. Right. And then they picked up sponsorship right. and then, they, Correct. okay. But I think that maybe the Clemson Ohio state game was in the Gator bowl. And that wouldn't have that the Gator Bowl would not have gone back as far as the Rose Bowl started, like near the turn of the century. I think the Orange Bowl goes back further than that. The Cotton Bowl certainly goes back further than that. I feel like it might be the Gator Bowl. How crazy is that? It's not crazy because I've heard of the Gator Bowl, but I just didn't know that. So you're positive that it was named after a stadium or I like the stadium was named after there was, in, I, I believe there was a, stadium you know what called, I'm trying to say? Yes, I believe there was a stadium to... called the actual Gator Bowl. And I think. I'm rusty on when it went away, but it might have been the mid nine. Oh, 1993. That would be about right. That could be well, totally it. I think it's the Gator Bowl. Okay. Well, then let's do that. Yeah. All right. We'll check in with the Gator Bowl. All right. And uh, Jeopardy Champions, what did you say? Yeah, we were able to uh, kind of uh, suss this out as well. Woody Hayes was part of our logic here, as well as looking at what stadiums may have occurred there and i thought about it uh, the jaguars expansion franchise was awarded around that time 94 95 so it would have opened and they would have moved it i think it was called ericsson and maltel and all these uh, everbank and whatever it's called now <laughs> it's been renamed several things since then so but i'm pretty sure they transferred the gator bowl and that's what we checked in all right well the next two questions would have been um, I am played in a current NFL stadium and Mazda Outback and Toyota were past sponsors, but now I'm sponsored by tax slayer. The <laughs> answer is the Gator bowl. Did you say Toyota? Nice. Did you say Toyota? I just want to make yeah, sure. I heard to- right. Toyota. Yes. Yeah, just making sure that one hurt. Yeah, my head. That, felt good. Well, that, that was like, that was an alley-oop. <laughs> That, that, that was there, a, David. No, that was a total team effort. I wasn't thinking about bowl games, and and I'd forgotten until we both threw Woody Hayes out so quickly that yeah, yeah. Well, once you said it was Clemson, I was like, okay, well then it's got to be a bowl game, and then you know you go from there. And then I just I forgot about the Gator Bowl. <laughs> if I'm being honest, yeah. there's so the f- many. Well, the first thing yeah. for some reason when he said somebody who punched an opposing player, the first my first first name popped in my head was Juwan Howard, and I was like, wait, he get fired. So, um, Vinny, you did you did reason that out very well that it was the Jacksonville Jaguars um, stadium that it moved into at that time in 1993. And I was hoping someone would pick up on that. I mean, it helps. I just went there. I had to see my wife's team, Notre Dame. So just went to whatever it's called now. I can't even remember. (laughs) I think it's TIA. TIA TIA Crest or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's some all all elite stadium. Yeah. It's, yeah, (laughs) it's, it's a pretty nice stadium. I'll have to say. Yes, but it's in Jacksonville, so that, that's the trade-off. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Ouch. Love you, Chris. I love you, Chris. <laughs> All right. Last question in the round. This is a when am I? Question one, the New England Patriots played in the Super Bowl. Two, Phil Jackson coached in the NBA Finals. 
three, Tiger Woods won two major tournaments. All right, we're going to check in. I was not expecting that, but stalking Lindsey Vaughn has checked in. <laughs> Jeopardy champions, <laughs> you can talk this out. I'm thinking 2002 through 2006, but to figure out. So yeah, with Super Bowl 40 and Super Bowl 37, because that was Raiders and Steelers. So it's not 03 or so it's one of the other years in that range. So if it's not uh, 03, then it's 2005. They beat the Eagles. That would be the repeat over the after the Panthers Super Bowl. Yeah. So you want to gamble this one too? I mean, I don't like that they checked in, which makes me feel like I have to now. <laughs> yeah. That's why that's why it's enough, David. I mean, it's it's tough. It's probably between those two years. Yeah. And what was it? Phil Jackson? Phil Jackson was coaching in two thousand five. I mean, it, for this to make sense, all of these things have to narrow down to one year. This can't cover two years, right? If 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 this is a if it's not yeah. a flawed question. I would never expect Dan to have a flawed question. So, so um, it have to be on the front or back end of the Lakers and the back end yeah. of the Patriots. I say we just I say, uh, let's go with it. Two thousand five. Okay, let's do it. Checking in with okay. two thousand five, Dan. All right, and Lindsey Von Stocker. What'd you What'd you say? Well, I just want to say that when I threw out a guess. I Marcus said, well, how, what percentage confident are you? And I said 70, which might have been a little bit high, but I think he wanted me to check in just so we could watch Eric squirm. So it may have been worth it, even if we got this wrong, but we went with 2002. All right. This is where Eric's going to kick himself after he hears this one. The, uh, the next question would have been Canada defeats the United States to win the Olympic gold medal in both men's and women's tournaments. And number five, Troy Glouse wins the World Series MVP as his Angels defeat the Giants in seven games. That's the correct answer is 2002. So the, ah. fact, so the fact that the first three clues cover 2005 doesn't mean anything? No, because the, the okay. next ones, if you would have gotten okay. them. Would've... Okay, okay, okay. Wait, 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 wait. 2005 was already the Spurs, right? So Phil Jackson wasn't even in the finals in 2005, I don't think. Wait, maybe I'm wrong about that. The Spurs would have you know, been playing. You know here's 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 the problem with it. Yeah, yeah. I apologize, Vinny. Yeah. I uh, didn't read the question. <laughs> <laughs> there On is. brand. That's what I, we're here I, for. I, I, uh, I, I saw a drinking game. Like, yeah. I saw Phil Jack <laughs> Phil Jackson coached in the NBA, and I shut off after that. So <laughs> okay, my fault. I was wondering when you went. Was he coaching in the NBA then? And yeah, I'm like, right there it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Kind of. All right. Well, after the first quarter, we have a score of Jeopardy Champions is at 80 and stalking Lindsey Vaughn's night fever is at <laughs> 120. We wanted to let you know that we are on Patreon if you'd be interested in supporting us financially. Your contributions will be used to help us cover the costs that it takes to bring you the high quality sports trivia you have come to expect from us. There's also some great perks that come with the Patreon membership to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, including bonus episodes and Benchwarmers swag. You can find us at patreon.com slash benchwarmersTP. Thanks. Today's second quarter will be The Missing Link. The Missing Link. 
This quarter will consist of five questions with theme-linked answers. The teams will attempt to answer the questions and guess the theme. Each question is worth 20 points. If a team checks in first via chat to the host with the correct theme before the fifth question, they will earn 100 points. The other team can still earn 50 points with the correct theme guess. If neither team has checked in with the correct theme before the fifth question, each team can earn 50 points with the correct answer to the theme after the fifth question. You know what, Dan? <laughs> wow. wow. You know it was wow. going to be on the stench, Dan. So I'm getting all my bingo card things scratched off here. Uh, uh, yeah, not reading the question and um, <laughs> immediately groaning about the missing link. Question number one in the missing link. Name the person missing from this list. Tenley Albright, Carol Heiss, Dorothy Hamill, Peggy Fleming, Tara Lipinski, Sarah Hughes. Oh, yeah. Dorothy Hamill voiced the Joker. We can check in then. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, uh, Jeopardy well, champions have checked in. So the uh, fever dream. Talk it up. So. These are gold medalist figure skaters, lady gold medalist figure skaters from the U.S., and they're almost in chronological order. Peggy Fleming and Dorothy Hamm would have to be swapped, I think. But anyway, the one that's missing in my mind is Christy Yamaguchi. How do you feel about that? I love Christy Yamaguchi, so yeah. Okay, we will check in with Christy Yamaguchi. And Jeopardy Champions, what did you say? Yeah, we... uh we're looking at the list and that was the name missing and that's the one that i remember the most so i think she wasn't she married to uh what is it brett hedekin yes yes former hockey player uh carolina hurricane yeah fact. he was i think he was on the olympic team for us uh, as well u.s yeah. hockey yeah. player she yeah. actually she actually used to show up at a lot of carolina hurricane games yeah. which is in my backyard yeah so yeah we also locked in or checked in with christy yamaguchi so what we've learned on this question so far is that David floods his backyard and the Carolina Hurricanes play there. That's impressive. That's what you just said. What did I say? You said that they play in your backyard. Oh, so, okay. I, I was very confused for a minute what that meant. All right, I'm with you. I, it was fairly obvious what you said there. The, the correct answer is Christy Yamaguchi. So both teams will be getting points on this one. So the theme-based answer so far, Christy Yamaguchi. Got it. Vinny can confirm I sent it to him. <laughs> I love it. All right. Question number two. He is one of only six major leaguers to accumulate 400 saves. This former Rollades Relief Man of the Year played his final season in 2010 for the Atlanta Braves. All right. We'll check in. Jeopardy champions have checked in. So Jim Ursay, you can talk it out. Okay, so Mariano Rivera obviously got there, but never, you know, he finished with the Yankees. Lee Smith pitched for everybody, but didn't last to 2010. Trevor Hoffman finished with the Brewers. And then I asked you if Rob Nen got there. Or... I, Rob Nen did not get that high, but the second name you threw out is key. Billy Wagner. Yes, that's correct. But right. The shortest guy ever who could throw 100 miles an hour. Oh, man, it was awesome. Yeah, it was incredible. Um, I'm pretty sure he finished with the Braves, and 2010 sounds about right. Yeah, the time frame fit. I just wasn't sure because I know – where did he go after he, the Astros? He 
Phillies? Didn't he pitch for the Phillies for a little bit? He might have. That sounds right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but you're you're confident that he finished with the Braves. I'm pretty confident. And 2010 sounds right. Okay. So I think it's him. Yeah. Let's do it. Yep. All right, cool. Uh, we'll check in with Billy Wagner. All right. Jeopardy Champions, what did you say? Yeah, they kind of said everything that I was thinking. Um, time frame for somebody over 400 saves. He's the only one that would have played in probably 2010 that wasn't, you know, Rivera and all them. So Billy Wagner. Both teams are getting their points on this one. Correct answer is Billy Wagner. Um, I don't really have anything else to say about him. He got a lot of saves, was kind of short, could through hard. That's about all you have to say about him. Um, so your theme-based answers so far, Christy Yamaguchi, Billy Wagner. Moving on to question number three. The original ring name, which is also his actual first name, of the WWE superstar and current intercontinental champion, Known as Gunther. We can check in. All right. The uh, Jim Ursay Saturday Night Fever has checked in. Jeopardy Champions, you can talk this one out for a little bit longer. I've been watching a lot of old wrestling on Peacock. We don't have a sponsorship with them or anything, but if they want to, go ahead. Not yet. We'll get them. So I'll fall asleep watching it and then random stuff pops up. So I, like 2 a.m., will catch myself watching stuff that I've never intended the name walter came to mind and that's all i have you might as well if that came to you that's yeah well that's that's good. one of those there has to be things, reason. Yeah. yeah there must be a reason it's a very specific name right yeah all right since we got nothing better we're gonna go with walter all right and um jim ursay what did you say i'll tell you what brother i don't know I, that was a bad ursay i i'll get i'll get it dialed in at some point but yeah, I knew this right Hogan. They're remarkably similar. Yeah, I knew this one right off the bat. I, I don't, I don't watch WWE as frequently anymore, but I know enough. And one of these annoying things that they like to do, well, Vince liked to do when guys came or got famous with another name, is now I'm going to change that name so I can copyright it and make money off of it. And Gunther was the name change for Walter, and that is what we checked in with. Both teams are getting their points. Uh, correct answer is Walter. His name is Walter Hahn. Um, and yeah, they moved him over to the main brand and they called him Gunther, which is just stupid. <laughs> like if you're going to let him be one basic name, don't change it to Gunther. Just let it be Walter. That was awesome. I mean, he he was way over and just incredibly powerful as Walter. I mean, he, he was the the guy that just wrecked everyone. Now he's Gunther. All right. So our theme-based answers so far, Christy Yamaguchi, Billy Wagner, and Walter. Moving on to question number four. Elected to the Hall of Fame in 2019, this former Michigan Wolverine cornerback has won three Super Bowls and is the all-time leader for interceptions for the team that he played for the longest. All right. I'm checking in. All right, Jeopardy Champions have checked in. So, stalking Lindsey Vaughn, what'd you say? I tried to pull an E and not read the question. Didn't look at Super Bowls, just said Michigan, all-time leader for interceptions for the team he played longest for. I was like, ha-ha, got it. And I started off with Charles Woodson, and then I went, and then David said, uh, and then I read the question again. Three Super Bowls, and as I was typing, David shot over Ty Law. So, I say we check in with Ty Law. And um, Jeopardy Champions, what did you say? Yeah, I mean, I knew when it was three Super Bowls, it wasn't Charles Woodson, and it was late for Charles Woodson. 
So it had to be the other one, Ty Law. Both teams are getting their points on this one. Correct answer is Ty Law. So our theme-based answers so far, Christy Yamaguchi, Billy Wagner, Walter, and Ty Law. Question number five. A two-time gold and one-time silver medalist at the Los Angeles Olympics. She would go on to take up an entirely different sport where she would win 41 times, including a tournament that was named after her. Dan, you dirty bird. Well, we will check in. Stalking Lindsey Vaughn has checked in. Jeopardy Champions, you can talk this one out. Yeah. Um, we had to go back in time, and we kind of had to uh, think about who played a lot of sports, and women who played a lot of sports back in the day. And Ed reminded me of the first name, and then we had the last two names or last two names. So uh, we, I think we're going to check in with Babe Didrikson Zaharias. Okay. And stalking Lindsey Vaughn, what did you say? So full honesty here, we, we just checked in with Babe Didrikson. I'm hoping that's okay. We didn't have the Zaharias. Part of what she did was as Babe Didrikson, so that's, that's yeah. fine. We'll give yeah. you that. Yeah. Both teams are getting their answers or getting the questions right on that one. That's um, Babe Dietrichson Zaharias. So your for the last time, your theme-based answers so far or for the round are Christy Yamaguchi, Billy Wagner, Walter, Ty Law, and Babe Dietrichson Zaharias. <laughs> one team has checked in so far, so I will say that Jeopardy Champions, you can actually talk this one out. All right. Um, <laughs> we didn't know uh, where to go exactly with this. Um, I think we started with Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. No, uh, no, 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 no. We started with Christy Yamaguchi made a cameo in Mighty Ducks. Oh, 2. that's right. That was before. <laughs> that was before. So that's, and, we had and then you realize that I'm not you. Yeah. And then I didn't then write that. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar didn't show up. Chris yeah. Chelios didn't show up. Luke Robitaille, Wayne Gretzky. Right. None of those were answers. So Basil McRae. I was out. I was out. And Christy and Billy sounded like kids that would be on the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah, yeah. There were five of them, so I thought that could be it. And then... So just for the record, episode 92, the first episode I was ever on, Marcus did a missing link. It was the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Maybe that's uh, <laughs> back of my head, and that's one thing. I was hoping it could be again. Maybe it's a new... That's right. There's a new generation. generation. Yeah. Then, then came up Walter, and Whenever I think Walter, I think of Breaking Bad, but then I'm not a big fan of the show, so I didn't, I don't know all the sporting characters' names. But uh, based on the last clue, we're going to check, <laughs> but we're going to check in with the famous pigs. Okay. I will say that both of you, within like five seconds of one another, sent me the Breaking Bad characters at the same time. <laughs> um, and that is not it. David and Marcus, however, you did come up with the correct answer. So if you one of you wants to walk that one through, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, obviously, Babe was the tip-off. So we mailed in Breaking Bad when we had nothing to lose after the fourth clue. And I, was, I kept thinking, like, it's possible it's Breaking Bad characters, but Walter should have been last if that was the thing. So when we saw Babe, suddenly looked back and saw Ty and said, aha, original Hall of Fame class of baseball was Babe Ruth, oh. Ty Law, Oh, Ty Law, listen to me. Ty Cobb, uh, Walter Johnson, Honus Wagner, and the gentleman, my favorite of the group, Christy Matheson. I was I was obsessed with him when I was a kid because 
my dad, when I was a little kid, was a professor at Bucknell, which is where Christy Matheson went. And there's all this stuff in, on the Bucknell campus that's named for Christy Matheson. So anyway, yes. So Christy threw me, obviously, because it's not spelled anywhere close to. <laughs> that's uh, enough, yeah. Anyway, yes. But it was the original Hall of Fame class of baseball in 1930s. <laughs> That, that's why I said you're a dirty bird, Dan, because I was like, Christy, you, yeah. dang oh, it. Sneaky. It got us all off of sneaky, sneaky protest, though, because it, it shouldn't be fair when that David personally knows every one of them. <laughs> Ouch. We just, we just said they were all pigs. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I, I'm you're probably sure you, not wrong. Right. Yeah, I was about to say, I mean, right. I, I just heard you call Christy Yamaguchi a pig. That's. <laughs> That's Christy what I just pig. heard. The famous Christy the pig. Yeah. All right. Well, after the second quarter, um, we have scores of Jeopardy champions are at 180. And stalking Lindsey Vaughn through a Jim Irsay's fever dream is at 270. And that will bring us to halftime. It is now time for the halftime show. There will be three entertainment questions pertaining to sports with each question worth 25 points. Question number one in halftime. In the 1961 film, The Hustler, Paul Newman portrays Eddie Felsen, an up-and-coming pool player who has his sights on beating the legendary Minnesota Fats, who was portrayed by which legendary TV actor? We'll check in. You see, <laughs> you're writing these questions for David. So, all right. So, Jeopardy Champions, you can talk this one out. He's okay. got the poster behind him. <laughs> all right. I, we, I think we've got this one too. I mean, sure. Yeah. He, I mean, he was not, he wasn't Minnesota skinny. He was Minnesota fats. So, it had to be a big dude. And it's uh, Honeymooners, Jackie Gleason. All right. And Lindsey Vaughn, what did you say? Jackie Gleason. Both teams are getting their points on this one. Correct answer is Jackie Gleason. See, that wasn't that bad, Eric. Yeah, Eric, you've heard of Jackie Gleason? Who's I no? I, I he you said Jackie from? Gleason, Nobody? and I thought oh. I I thought of the the uh, oh, his his name's probably not even close to Jackie Gleason. I immediately thought of the dude from Caddyshack Two, Ronnie Dangerfield. No, Caddyshack no, Two, Two, the old guy from Caddyshack Two. What's his name? Nobody's even seen Caddyshack. I'm not sure I have seen Caddyshack Two. What oh, is his name? Wasn't Jackie Mason in that? Is that That's he... it. There he is. There he is. All right. Okay. All right. Question number two. Also in the 1961 film, The Hustler, the small role of the bartender was played by which former boxer? The story of whom was brought to the big screen 19 years later. You can check in. Jim Ursay has uh, checked in. So, Jeopardy Champions, you can talk this one out. 1961 mm-hmm. movie. Apparently, this is David's high school reunion. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I, th- I think we can get this one because that would uh, put it right at 1980. It has to be then uh, Jake Lamada. I heard he was had a small acting career, so it has to be him if yeah. it's Raging Bull. All so. right. All right. I trust you. All right. All right. And um, stalking Jim Irsay, what did you say? Yeah, it is Jake Lamada. Both teams getting points. See, this is not that difficult, Eric. I haven't done anything. You're doing great. (laughs) You're doing great. Well, this is going to be okay because this next one actually isn't a sports question. Mighty Ducks 2. Here we go. I mean, I guess it kind of tangentially is, but here we go. 
Question number three in halftime. In the final scene of Raging Bull, Oof. Jake LaMotta looks at himself in the mirror and quotes the famous, I could have been a contender speech, originally made famous in which 1954 Oscar winner? Uh, we can check in. We can check in too. So okay, well, I'm going to say that Jeopardy Champions got in first. So um, okay. Saturday Night Fever, you can uh, talk it out or just give me your answer. I know this. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I could not do I could not do a good Brando for you, but it's uh, it's on the waterfront. All right, and Jeopardy champions. Yes, uh, we had the same answer on the waterfront. Uh, I think who's the guy that Art Carney? See the guy that we did we we did have the same answer. We <laughs> yeah. we had the same answer. All right. Well, okay. Well, you know, we're, <laughs> I know, I know. Okay. I mean, you, you, yeah. uh, just like I'm leaning on you for future hockey questions that will be in this. There won't be any. Yeah, there'll be two. <laughs> there are always two buried there somewhere. But yeah, same thing. But uh, on the waterfront, uh, good movie. Yeah, they kill. And, uh, spoiler alert: it's not very happy. <laughs> not happy. Not happy at all. But yes, both teams are getting points on this one. Um, correct answer is on the waterfront. So that was a that was a fun halftime. We're done with it. It was. Oh, yeah. Cool. There you go. Eric, you're going to look back on this halftime and think that this is one of the best games of your life. <laughs> and Marcus was here too. <laughs> All right. After yeah, halftime, we have a score of Jeopardy Champions has 240 and Jim Ursay's Saturday Night Fever is at 330. Now All on right. to the second half. We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BenchwarmersTP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench. Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks! And today's third quarter will be Lucky Sevens. Lucky seven. For this quarter, there will be three lists containing seven items. The team that is trailing coming into the quarter will choose the first list and attempt to identify the items on this list one at a time. If the team has an incorrect guess, the other team can attempt to finish that list out. The team leading at the beginning of the quarter will select the second list, and whichever team is trailing after the first two lists will get the third list. Each item is worth 10 points. I'm going to give you your three categories right now. I know which one that Eric and Vinny are going to go for, but let's let's just read them anyway. First one, the last seven unique winners of the UEFA Champions League. Number two, seven nations that have medaled first, second, or third place in baseball at the Olympics since 1992. And the third one, seven active teams to have made the Stanley Cup finals, but never won the cup. <laughs> the way Eric's face lit up. <laughs> I, I have to suggestion. We should let our guests decide which one to go with. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, guess what? Um, I got the uh, Olympic baseball and the uh, champions league. Uh, 
All right, we can check in. Jeopardy champions have checked in. So, Eric, you can go ahead and start. Uh, unless unless Vinny is the one that came up with these. Um, Vinny, Vinny, you can give it your first one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you you right, gave um, it to me that right away. Okay. Um, we have the Ottawa Senators. That is correct. Um, Canucks. Canucks, damn right. That's right. They've never won a cup. <laughs> and I had also had uh, the Florida Panthers losing to Eads. Avalanche. I have that written down. Florida Panthers losing to Eads Avalanche. Correct. I actually have a coaster thanks to one Dan Lundberg hey, with the you're welcome, the group goal on it. Um, and then we have the Golden Knights. Golden Knights. Uh, correct. Predators. Nashville Predators is also correct. San Jose Sharks. San Jose Sharks. And why don't you tell me with the last one? Oh, oh, oh. Uh, the Sabres. Yes. That's correct. You've gotten all seven and have run the category. Excellent job. All right. So I have to ask um, Jim Ursay's fever dream. What did you, uh, which one are you going to take? I can't remember what number it is, but we'll take the Olympic, uh, Olympic medalists in baseball. All right. The seven nations that have medaled first, second, or third place in baseball at the Olympics since 1992. We'll check in. All right. You can go ahead and start that list off for me. Okay. The USA. USA is correct. Japan. Japan is correct. Cuba. Cuba is correct. Chinese Taipei. Chinese Taipei is correct. South Korea. South Korea is correct. Dominican Republic. The DR is correct. You have one left to go. And I think this was the surprise answer. I I think I remember Australia winning a medal maybe even in Athens but but or in Australia but it's Australia is our seventh Australia is also correct good job you have run that category I knew some of those (laughs) 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 all right so that means that um we're going back to Jeopardy champions for the last list which is the last seven unique winners of the UEFA Champions League Vinny, if you're good, yeah. we can check in. Yeah, yeah, go for it. You, you, you. All right. Go oh, ahead and read us off that list then. Uh, you got Real Madrid. Real Madrid in 2022. Chelsea. Chelsea in 2021. Uh, one Matt Doherty's Bayern Munich. Bayern Munich 2020. Uh, one Eric Eads Liverpool. Liverpool 2019. Barcelona. Barcelona 2015. Inter Milan. Inter Milan 2010. And then that would just leave Man U. Manchester United 2008. Congratulations. You have run all three lists, gentlemen, which makes the score very, very interesting. Because after the third quarter, we are at Jeopardy Champions 380. And Jim Ursay's Saturday Night Fever is at 400. And that brings us to the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter, known as Put Your Fours Up. This quarter consists of four categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total. 
categories for today are as follows. Double-double, wins above replacement, the tip-off, and ejection. Double-double will be in the NBA, wins above replacement, baseball, the tip-off, college basketball, and ejection is going to be relocation. It's now time for the teams to place their wagers. Now that the wagers are in, on to the questions. Question number one in double-double. Of the 13 NBA players that have scored 2,000 points in a season for at least two franchises, only one team has had three of those players do it for their franchise. Name that franchise. Is this sufficiently a David question, oh, by the oh, way? Oh, 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 for oh. sure this is a David question. Okay. I, I would have been proud to write this. Sh- All right. We'll check in. Jeopardy champions have checked in. So, Lindsey Vaughn, you can talk it out really quickly. What What have you got? You, you throw something out there. I, I, I'm sure. I, I threw my answer out there. It's but... not. It can't be the Bucks. It can't okay. be. Then pick one of the other ones. The Lakers seems too obvious. I mean, what do you think? The... All right. We're going to say the Rockets. All right. And uh, Jeopardy champions, what did you say? Yeah, we were all over the place on this one. Do we start at the Lakers? Maybe. Lakers, we went to OKC, we went to the 76ers, we went everywhere, and yeah, we ended up with, go ahead, Vinny. Yeah, we circled back, and we wanted to go with the team that had the most options, and we did some math, or some math on this one, to realize it was probably about 20, 25 points per game in that range. They played all the games, so we also checked in with the Rockets. No points on this one. I never heard this franchise mentioned at all. And the three players were Allen Iverson, Carmelo Anthony, and Kiki Vandeway. Oh, the Denver Nuggets. Nuggets. Wow. I forgot Iverson went to the... I didn't forget. I didn't think he crossed that threshold in a season. Yeah. Oh, he definitely did it. He definitely it did it in Philly. He did it a bunch in Philly because he was over thirty yeah. points a game. But well, yeah, Denver, but I didn't think he got there in Denver. Denver, is yeah. What I'm saying. I oh, thought yeah. there was no chance he averaged twenty five a game. Damn, Honestly, in Denver, that was rough. I forgot Carmelo was a human being until right now. <laughs> uh, he has a great mustache. Yeah, yeah apparently. If I because because he's jumped around so much, I should have. We should have just looked at him and ah, uh, uh, kills me. Um, yeah, and I I. I didn't get you. I didn't get your points on that one, but it was 100 for both of you. I yeah, saw, so. mm-hmm. yeah, correct. All right, so we wagered 2,000 points and lost. <laughs> All right, question number two in wins above replacement. Buckle in, Eric's oh. going to hate this one. I'm just telling you right what now. What David classmate? Okay, here we go. <laughs> of all first basemen, two had the highest WAR statistic. During the administration of two different United States presidents, one was during the Hoover and Coolidge administrations, and one was during the Harding and Wilson administrations. <laughs> oh my God. Both played that entire stretch for one team, and each of those teams were in the American League. Name both of them. <laughs> um, Check it in. Alrighty. All right. Uh, Jeopardy champions have checked in. Um, Jim Ursay's Saturday Night Fever. Talk it out. Okay. So 
Woodrow Wilson and Harding. Wilson became president in 13 and Harding died in office. And I'm going to say it's about 23. And when he died, I think Calvin Coolidge took over. So the ranges we're talking about are 1913 to 1923 and then 1923 to 1933 when FDR became president. So if that's the case, the second one is almost certainly Lou Gehrig. And now I'm trying to remember first baseman who played in the 1913 to 1920, early 20s. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of that too. You got any names at all from then? No, 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 no. You've gone too far. <laughs> I mean, the, the, the second one is definitely Lou Gehrig. George Sisler played around there and he was a first baseman. I think he's in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, oh. Ichiro broke his single season hits record. Oh, oh, this is cute. I think it's Wally Pip. I, because Lou Gehrig famously took over for Wally Pip, who was a pretty good first baseman for the Yankees. It's possible that Wally Pip, he, he played for a good long time, I think. Oh, I'm, I'm all for cute answers, David. You know this. <laughs> Pip is a cute name. So it is. Um, <laughs> Pip. And Mary, Pip and Mary. Shut up, Pip. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of like if there's anybody else who would be even close. Come on, David, you were feeling it. Ride the wave. I thought he was just yeah. I'm not going to have anything for you, so you're arguing with yourself. Wait, what did he say? Okay, so both played for the entire stretch for one team, and bo- oh, both were in the American League. Okay, so I'm trying to remember if Wally Pip. Did he play for anybody but the Yankees? He might have actually. That's the problem. He might have played for, oh wait, oh played for that entire stretch for one team because he he might have played later for somebody else. I'll be I'll be pissed if it's if if I don't say this and it turns out to be it. So I'm gonna go with Pip and Garrig. All right, and for, for hundred points. Oh, for for one hundred points. And yes, correct. Um, Jeopardy champions. What did you say? Yeah, I got to Lou Gehrig pretty fast here because I knew it was the. Second of those administrations, or the later one was in the 20s, and it's got to be him at first base. And the other, try to use some logic on it. I knew it had to be someone who also was prolific at that time with stats and had to probably be in the Hall of Fame. And then I had to go to League of Their Own a little bit for this to see if he would be the right age um, because it was Tom Hanks' character was supposed to be him. I was an older manager in his 50s, so I went backwards. That was World War II. So based on the time frame, um, went with uh, Jimmy Fox and Lou Gehrig. Neither team are getting their points. However, Jimmy Fox is the leader in war for the Roosevelt administration. Is it George Sisler? Lou Gehrig was absolutely Hoover and Coolidge. And St. Louis Browns legend George Sisler. Wow. <laughs> Damn it. Was for so, Harding and Wilson. So close. J- just so that we have the, uh, I have it in front of me. I've got all of the presidents from Obama through McKinley. Just a couple of them that that jump out at me. Miguel Cabrera and, for Obama and Albert Pujols for George W. Bush. Gil Hodges for Eisenhower. Keith Hernandez for Carter. So there's, there's a lot of them on there, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to move on to question number three in the tip-off. The inaugural NCAA Men's Basketball Championship saw the Oregon Webfoots 
defeating the Ohio State University in a high-scoring affair of 46-33. to 33. Over 15,000 people gathered to see the spectacle on the home court of which now Power 5 school, which ironically didn't make the tournament themselves for another 78 years. Check in. All right. Jeopardy champions have checked in. Stalking Jim Mercer, you can talk it out. So this may seem like a David question because it was Oregon was the champions, but our guest is an alum of Northwestern University in Evanston, Illinois, and that's where this game was. So we're checking in with Northwestern for 100 points. All right. And uh, Jeopardy champions, what did you say? Yeah, I've actually played in this gym. It's not that big at all. <laughs> And there weren't 15,000 people there to see us. It was just a pickup game. <laughs> um, <laughs> and some pickup games at Northwestern got rough. So I just remember getting fouled hard probably a few times. But yeah, this was in uh, Patton Gym, really tiny gym, North Campus, Northwestern. And I believe the year was 1939. Not to date myself. All of that is correct. Um, the correct answer is Northwestern. Um, I had this question written a while ago um, before I realized who was on the game. And then I saw that um, I, I found out that Vinny had gone to Northwestern and then that David was in the game. And I was like, well, <laughs> we needed a mulligan in this round. Yeah, yeah we sure did. All right. So after the third question, we have a barn burner going on here. We have a score of 300 to 300 going into the fourth question. And the fourth question in ejection is this five different states have lost a big four sports franchise to the state of California name all five states we'll check in Daniel all right Jeopardy champions have checked mm. in stalking Jim Mercer you can talk it out all right for sure we have the Minnesota Lakers moved to Los Angeles the Warriors moved from Philadelphia, so Pennsylvania. So that's Minnesota and Pennsylvania. There are a few from New York, obviously, because the the Dodgers, the baseball giants, the Kings all came because the Kings came from Buffalo. So that's the state of New York. There were a few that we thought of from Missouri because the St. Louis Rams moved to Los Angeles, but also the Kansas City A's moved to Oakland. And the the only one that I'm really playing with in my head is I thought when the Rams first came to Los Angeles, it was because they were moving from Ohio. But I don't know if that counts because they've moved around a couple of times, obviously. But if we panic, Marcus, I think Ohio's our number five. I can't think of another state. Do you have anything else in your head? I, I've been racking my brain and I really can't grab onto anything. Yeah. I don't know. I Okay. So given that we don't have time. All right. Well, just in the interest of time and sanity, we'll go Minnesota, Pennsylvania, New York, Missouri. Ohio. All right. And Jeopardy champions, what did you say? Yeah, similar discussion here. Uh, Missouri, it, there was multiple options for Missouri. So I went there, Minneapolis, uh, kind of circled back to that with the Lakers and went to Minnesota. New York was the Giants Dodgers. Um, we had Pennsylvania from the Warriors. And then, um, yeah, the, so I guess the Rams did it twice here. <laughs> Once from Missouri and one's from Ohio. It was the Cleveland Rams, the LA Rams. And we uh we bet a hundred points and David, just so you don't get any hate mail, uh the Kings are did not leave Buffalo. Or they did not leave Buffalo to become the Kings. They are the Clippers. Sorry, that's what I meant to say. Yeah, I figured it was no, just, no, no, yeah. you're you're right. I I just yeah, that's absolutely right. I'm sorry. That's what I meant to say. 
Both teams bet 100 and both teams got their points. Ooh. That is correct. You guys got everything on there. Minnesota was the Lakers. Missouri was the Athletics, the Rams, and the Kings. New York was the Dodgers, the Giants, and the Clippers. Ohio was the Rams, and Pennsylvania was the Warriors. Which means we have a tie at 40 to 40, which means we are going to get a bonus question. And this one's going to be nice and fun. It's going to be a, a number answer, and whoever gets closest to the pin is going to get the imaginary points and will have the win of the game. Here we go. The question is, when Jake LaMotta retired from the ring in 1954, how many wins did he have? Both teams have um, given me their final answers for the tiebreaker for Jake LaMotta's uh, win total. The Jeopardy champion said 75 and they said 85. Oh boy. I'm going to tell you right now. The answer is not 80. So we will have, <laughs> we will have a winner. Um, Jake LaMotta basically would fight anybody and, <laughs> and got a lot of wins. His final tally was 83 wins. Oh. So, stalking Jim Ursay's Saturday night Lindsey Vaughn fever has won the game with 400 points to the Jeopardy champions also having 400 points. My goodness, everybody. Wow. That was a game. Yeah. That was a game. So, the game has come to an end. And like I said, the final scores are going to be 400 to 400. I say you both teams, you guys give yourselves a round of applause. That was amazing. Um, but our kip, our clipboard captains of the game who are going to receive the coveted Mike Kafka award is going to go to Jim Ursay's Saturday Night Fever. Vinny, I want to thank you for coming on. This was a, a blast. Um, I got to see some 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 great, great questions and answers um, come through you guys over there. Um, I want to give the floor to you. Just uh, anything you want to say before we call it a night. Yeah, I apologize to the families of the five original Hall of Famers for uh, <laughs> comparing them to a poor shine or whatever. <laughs> bacon. <laughs> bacon. Yeah. Um, so I'm sorry. I did that, um, and Christy is not Miss Piggy's real name, so that's uh, probably <laughs> thrown here that it's not her first name. Um, uh, but in all seriousness, I had a blast. Um, and if you guys want me to host some time, I got some sporting news back there, all the way back to 1886 when I was born, so we can have that. But seriously, I do have a lot of uh, sporting news history, and maybe we can quiz you on some uh, covers and stories of our past. As well. We will have our people get in touch with your people and we will make that happen. Yeah. So a lot <laughs> Absolutely. of Absolutely. I mean, sign me up. Yeah. Um, the other last thing I will say is uh uh just a little bit of a small PSA for people out there. Um, my wife and I uh, became foster parents last year, so that's an important oh, nice. thing out there. If you can do it and you're able, um, please do it. There's a lot of kids out there that uh, need oh. especially during this time. So bless you too for that. That's yeah. that is that is amazing. Well, that is really if you're awesome. able to do that. My hats are off to you. 
And you can still be a sports writer when you do that. So I, I have a I have a couple that a couple of kids that I can just hand out if anybody. <laughs> that's not the way this works, Eric. Oh no, you know that's, all right. I just just for like a week. I just a week. Uh, I, foster weeks. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, on behalf of David and Marcus and Eric Ede and myself, I'd like to say thanks for listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. And until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. Ball hit high and deep. Stretch. Stretch. Get on back there. They look up. You can put it on the board. Yes. Yeah. Into deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us. You've been listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. Make sure to check us out on all of our social media. We are at Benchwarmers TP.